Ave and welcome to Emperors of Rome, a podcast series looking at the rulers of the ancient Roman Empire. I'm your host, Matt Smith, and with me as always is Dr. Rhiannon Evans, a lecturer in ancient Mediterranean studies at La Trobe University. As we are now briefly between emperors, we thought we'd take the opportunity to recommend a few books you could read in case you wanted to further expand your knowledge of the Roman emperors we've discussed. The request for such a list came from Owen O'Donnell on Twitter. Here's Rhiannon Evans. If you don't know anything about the Roman emperors and you want to go to the source, the place to start is with the biographies of the emperors written by Suetonius. He wrote biographies of Julius Caesar and the first 11 emperors. And we usually call it Lives of the Caesars or the 12 Caesars because there's 12 in all. He was writing under the emperor Hadrian, who comes a bit later than the first 12, in about 130 CE. But he was also the secretary to the Emperor Hadrian, which meant he had access to all of the records of the previous emperors. So he was really well set up to write these biographies. And that makes him a fantastic source. What some people think makes him a less fantastic source is that he's quite sensationalist in the way he writes. He's sort of been compared to the tabloid press. He always wants to tell us about the most extravagant or disgusting behavior of the emperors. But that means that he's a really fun read. So uh, have a look at Suetonius to start with. And he just goes through each emperor's life. Gives us a lot of detail. He's absolutely our best source. There's a couple of other primary sources, uh, one with notable gaps in it, but we do have parts of Tacitus, don't we? We do have Tacitus's Annals, which runs from the death of Augustus. It should run up until the death of Domitian, covering all the emperors we've looked at from Tiberius, Caligula, Claudius, and so on. Now, unfortunately, as we have mentioned in the podcasts, there is a gap in the middle. There's also a gap at the end. So we've lost Caligula. We've lost the beginning of Claudius. But Tacitus, he's not writing biography. He's writing history. He was regarded as the best writer of his time, the best historian. He's still regarded as a really important Roman writer. And the other primary text that we can reference is uh, the Greek historian Dio, isn't it? That's right. Cassius Dio, he's sometimes known as Dio Cassius the other way around, wrote the Roman history, which we do have in multiple books. So it covers from way below the emperors to way beyond what we're going to be looking at. He had access to all these earlier sources. He was a consul. He was an important person of his time. He's later, though. He's from the third century. And he fills in for us very neatly all of those gaps that we have with Tacitus. So he's very important. And all of these texts are quite easy to get at. There are translations by Penguin and Oxford and other publishers. But you can also easily get hold of slightly older translations on the internet. What about more contemporary books? So something that people might get from their local bookshop. What would you recommend? Modern scholars often write modern biographies of Julius Caesar and the emperors. That's one of the more approachable ways, I think, to get at the scholarship. So I would say getting a biography of Julius Caesar or Augustus or whichever character you're interested in might be good to do. I'm not going to go through all the individual ones, but we're going to put a list of them up. Yeah, yeah, we can put a list of them up. Choose a few highlights. Well, Adrian Goldsworthy has written biographies of both Julius Caesar and Augustus. They are very good and thorough biographies. 
they sort of give you a sense of all of the major and minor characters. Particularly the Caesar biography, I think, which is called Life of a Colossus, which also talks about why Caesar still has so much resonance for us, why his name has so much meaning. That's a great place to start. It's very approachable, you know, you don't need to have previous knowledge, but he really fills you in on everything. I think for the period that we're covering in the podcasts at the moment, which is the Julio-Claudian emperors, the emperors from Tiberius to Nero, there's a good, actually very slim little volume by a man called Thomas Wiedemann, who's a, a very renowned classical scholar, and he's given us little summaries, but also a bit of analysis of those early emperors. And it's just called The Julio-Claudians by Thomas Wiedemann. What about something specifically on one of the later Julio-Claudians? Is there a really good book that people should be looking for? There are books on each of the emperors, which we'll put on the list. But the one that I particularly like is a book on Nero by Edward Champlin, uh, which is just called Nero. And he really tries to do a kind of revisionist view of Nero. This is often what modern biographers go for. He's been presented particularly by Suetonius in this way. But let's try to read between the lines and look at some of the other evidence. And as we'll probably discuss in the Nero podcasts, he tries to look at some of Nero's actions and think about other ways of reading, that he might have actually been doing things for the public, not just all for himself. People have tried to do that a lot with Caligula as well. So Anthony Barrett's book on Caligula, The Corruption of Power, he does things like looking at the evidence for how Caligula might have been just taking the mickey out of the Senate with making his horse a consul, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of value in these modern biographies in terms of reading Suetonius and the primary sources sort of against the grain. So even if you've read Suetonius, it's worth looking at these other books to get a different point of view. Can I give my own book recommendation? Absolutely. Asterix and the Chieftain's Shield, I think is a good starting point for anybody wanting to read Asterix that approaches the Gaulish conflict with, I'm getting such a sceptical look here from Rhiannon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great fun and everyone should go out and read it. But please don't believe it's true. <laughs> but I do particularly like the presentation of Vercingetorix at the beginning. He's, he's, a, he's a big, big muscle band. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's Dr. Rhiannon Evans, lecturer in ancient Mediterranean studies at La Trobe University. And there'll be a complete extended reading list available on our Facebook page. Since we're giving reading recommendations, it's probably worth mentioning that Rhiannon has an iBook for sale in the iBook store. She read it with her colleague Sarah Midford, and it's called Caesar the Conqueror. If you like this podcast, there's a number of ways that you could help us out. Subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review there, whether it's just a star rating, because those ratings really help our rankings, which in turn will get new people to listen to the podcast. Also, talk about the podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook or follow us both on Twitter. Rhiannon is at Dr. Rhiannon Evans, and I'm at Nightlight Guy. And also, I've got another history podcast called Tempest. It's more documentary-based as opposed to the interviews of Emperors of Rome. It's monthly, and there'll be a new episode going up sometime next week. Make sure you listen to next week's Emperors of Rome, where we begin to cover the reign of Claudius. Until then, I'm Matt Smith. You've been fantastic, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.